Hello and welcome to another edition of the Decibel Digital Podcast. Uh, I'm Phil and I'm joined in the studio today by James Beersley. Hello there. And Marius Milcher is back. Hello. Marius, our resident tech expert. Thanks for joining us. How are you guys? Uh, I'm good. I'm doing very well. Yeah. I'm starting to feel a bit uh, Christmassy. Feeling festive. A little bit. Have yeah. you been playing those Christmas tunes? Yes. I have. I've uh, got a playlist of uh, only about... I'd probably say less than 30 tunes. I need to add to it. Mm. And we've been hearing it in the office all the time. Relentlessly <laughs> since Monday. Yeah, it's been until going very nicely. Until people go crazy. I'm waiting until someone breaks down and, and cries and then, I'll, and then I'll change it to something else. So far, the only tears have been tears of joy. Exactly. So Festive joy. Let it continue. Yeah, long may it. So, um, yeah, thanks for joining me, guys. It's good to have you. Um, we have a number of things to talk about today. Uh, let's start uh, on a festive theme. Uh, with Christmas shopping. Um, I don't know if you guys know, but actually history was made on Monday. History, you, you may have been part of I it. I thought it was on Friday, or did it break again on Monday? No, on uh, Monday, uh, Cyber Monday. History's always being made, though, surely. We're, We're making history right, right now, now, guys. <laughs> I'm not sure this is of historical note. Well, it's getting recorded. It's getting <laughs> on the internet, I suppose, yeah. Um, anyway, <laughs> back, back to the topic at hand. <laughs> On Cyber Monday was this Monday, and it was the biggest online shopping day ever. Right. So history was made. Wow. The first ever online shopping day to surpass two billion dollars. Wow! In sales. Is that US billion or that's oh a thousand million oh, or a million? million? Don't put me on the spot. I the have no gone, idea. Um, <laughs> Time magazine were reporting it, so it's probably US billion. Yeah, the cheap million. The, right, the poor man's billion. It's just not quite a billion, really. So anyway, that was that was big news. Black Friday that preceded it was actually bad. So I don't know if uh, listeners know about these two days of shopping. Black Friday is the Friday after Thanksgiving Day, and it's a big offline shopping day where shops do huge discounts on big ticket items to try and get you to buy your Christmas gifts it's a, ho- it's a public holiday in, 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 it's worth knowing it's, public, public, it's a public holiday in, in the states yeah. right so they get, I think they get the Thursday and the Friday off so it's like a big four day weekend and uh, everyone just rushes to the shop after shopping. Thanksgiving and yeah. I, I guess buy. it means something over there though doesn't it because they've you know they have it's a bit weird though because they give thanks on the Thursday and then for everything that they have and then they go and get spend all their money on the Friday maybe <laughs> get, more get stuff. some more stuff <laughs> maybe in maybe in giving thanks, thanks they realise what they don't yet have there you know they're sitting really there jealous. thinking what should I be thankful for mm, not a TV yet so sort that out tomorrow but it's strange isn't it that over here we don't even have the like the Thanksgiving thing and no we just go out and spend and go it's, like nuts it's funny you say that because I was reading an article in the uh, in the Guardian and it said that one in six Britons will celebrate Thanksgiving mm. this year. Yeah, I, I, I did celebrate. celebrated Thanksgiving. Marius did. Did you, James? Uh, I did. Uh, I've got a, a friend of a, a friend of my close friend of mine. His partner um, is American, right? And I had my first Thanksgiving dinner. Actually, did you guys give thanks? I we did. Uh, did we give thanks? I think mm, it's a bit hazy now. <laughs> uh, I'm sure we did. Like, uh, like most of your dinners. <laughs> it was a, yeah, like a lot of my dinner parties. <laughs> hazy. Uh, but it was good fun, actually. Uh, we didn't actually have a turkey. We had we, we actually had two chickens instead. Uh, it's the equivalent of a turkey. Yeah, yeah it's basically yeah, about kind of two partridges is one chicken, two chickens is one turkey. Yeah, so Standard bird units. Um, but it, it was I, nice, actually. I think we should adopt it over here. It would be nice to have another sort of... Uh, public holiday I also went to a Thanksgiving so that's three oh, three, oh, three, three, three Britons well, there there go. Go. so 
Actually, yeah, telling, isn't it? Really? Telling. 100%, 100% of Britain 100%. celebrated Thanksgiving yeah. this year, I as think far as we know. Well. Um, yeah, we did the standing around the table giving thanks, um, and there are about 15 people there, and so all the food went cold, which was very. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, yeah, well, we did some before the food, and then we did. We did a couple after. Our hostess insisted we did it before the food, uh, yeah, which was lovely, yeah. but yeah, the food was a it, bit... I guess it gives lukewarm. everyone a nice warm, fuzzy feeling when they sit down. I already yeah. had one. I'd had a couple of glasses of wine <laughs> myself, so I didn't need any more of that. So anyway, Black Friday in, yes. the, in the States, and everyone goes mad, right? Everyone starts fighting, mm. don't they? I was reading a, an article um, this morning about Black Friday. Um, someone said that it's a day to forget for Britain because it, of all this like shameful behaviour that people do in shops you know Absolutely. where they I, fight I, over I don't like electronic it goods. I really don't like it no I what? think it's really I, it's not a good thing no I mean yeah just the, the you know yeah I'm not a big fan Marius I, has made his mind up I, I, I agree I mean I'm I'm not surprised uh, that what the stats are saying because uh, to be honest um getting up early on a morning on a Friday when you've got the Friday off work to go into I mean I've done it before on Boxing Day the Boxing Day sales uh, and you, you get some good bargains but to be honest you end up buying stuff that you wouldn't have probably wanted before you've it, actually it, been you've uh, been shopping on Boxing Day it's, in real shops oh no I've done that yeah oh, uh, many 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 years ago uh, I, I've done it a few times but I think the last time I went there I sort of vouched I'd never go back because it was so Terrible. I think I think some people just go into those shops just to mess the place up as well. I don't think they're buying anything. I think they're just throwing things on the floor <laughs> and having a laugh. That's my theory. I read an interesting <laughs> article actually that, that the other day in the Evening Standard, and it was saying that we've kind of we've 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 lost that deferred gratification of Christmas. Right. That you know the whole concept of Advent. Um, you know, in Germany, we, we, you have Advent markets, not Christmas markets. So it's, it's leading up to Christmas. Yeah. And the idea of Christmas itself is that you actually celebrate it through to like the 6th of January. Right. But it, like as soon as it hits New Year's Day, everyone's like, right, I'm giving up. I'm going on a diet. I'm going to the gym. And, you know, they, we're so sick of Christmas by the time it gets to Christmas Day because mm. we just had it you know literally from from as soon as guy fawkes finishes it's like right christmas mode you start know. spending that's yeah, when exactly. christmas really starts when, actually it's like and guy it ends fawkes probably on yeah. christmas eve yeah exactly <laughs> yeah. it's like we've had halloween we've had guy fawkes so right now it's christmas mm. mode and literally for like six weeks solid we're just bombarded with like retail extravagandas extravaganzas like black friday and yeah. cyber monday and you know traditional celebrations like saint nicholas on the sixth no one really knows about it i find know? it kind of odd that um that people embrace um, these kind of names like Cyber Monday and oh, it's it's Black Friday, let's go shopping. When these are titles that marketers have created yeah. for a day to manipulate oh, customers absolutely. into spending more money, absolutely. it's like yay, let's let's yeah. go Cyber Monday. It's yeah. like, well, you shouldn't no. want to. Should no. you? <laughs> the only thing is, at least it's uh, at least it's honest. It's a it's a unashamed sort of um, celebration of consumerism, mm. which actually what is Christmas probably is nowadays anyway. So no, no, no. <laughs> No, Christmas no, no, no. is about the baby I've Jesus. I've upset Phil. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's go back to Cyber Monday, His, history being made. So it was the biggest online shopping day ever. Did either of you guys buy anything online on Monday? Um, it may have been Tuesday. Okay, doesn't I, count. Okay, you're not part of history, I'm afraid. How about you, James? Oh, actually, I did buy something. I realise now. I bought a um, a guitar pedal off uh, eBay. Was it for yourself? It was for myself. It doesn't really count as Christmas giving, does it? But still, it's, it counts as Cyber Monday. It counts as Black Friday giving. Buying shit for myself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it does. That's true. That's true. It does. 
so that I don't need as well because I'm not that very good at bass guitar yet. I don't need a pedal. Keep on trying. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Gotta have a dream. <laughs> Thanks for that, Marius. Oh, yeah, I don't know why. That's so I mean, do you, it, it, the 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 way the figures are going is that um, offline shopping in shops is still going down. Like uh, Black Friday was bad this year. Um, sales were down 11%. Cyber Monday sales were good. History breaking, history making good. So is this kind of indicative of a wider ongoing trend that the high street is basically? Well, I don't know. Dying? I don't know whether. Well, maybe they're creating a rod for their own backs, the retail industry, because you know they might it might be that everyone's actually done their Christmas shopping now on Cyber Monday and Black Friday, and their sales are going to be appalling for the next three weeks, mm. and they're going to declare profit warnings in the end of January. Right. Right. You know, it's mm. almost like they've mm. kind of played this themselves, this kind of instant gratification game of like. Let's get them all in the shops and spending loads in one big day, yeah. and then no one's actually spending for the rest of the month, and you might actually your bottom yeah. line might suffer for it. Right. I, mean, I think that's out of their hands as well, because if you're you know one player in, in this, you kind of just got to follow the trend really. So it's um, there's nothing you can really do if right. everyone else is doing a Black Friday sale, you've got to do one. Right. So I don't know what the answer is to sort of spread it out, as it were. I'm no retail expert, no. so I don't have any <laughs> answers to that. I'm afraid. Sorry, any retailers listening, hoping for help. <laughs> Um, okay, well, I think, uh, yeah, let's put that one to bed. Black Friday, Cyber Monday, history's been made. History's been made. Good on you, everyone. Let's move on. Vinyl sales. Marius, did you know that more vinyl has been sold this year than in any year since, two th- uh, since 1996? Do you know I heard that the other day on the did, radio? There you go. Yeah. So people are buying records again. Was it, was it like a million records sold this year That's or something? That's right. More than a million records have been sold in the UK Amazing. so far this year. So it's the biggest vinyl record year since 1996. It's uh, kind of a big deal, right? What's going on? It's a lot of shellacking. Um, shellacking? That's the, that's the material they use, isn't it, for vinyl? I have no Shellac. idea. Shellac. So it's the same stuff yeah, that ladies put on their fingernails. Shellac. Shellacking. Shellac Every vinyl. time I come in here to do this, I learn Just a something. a fountain of knowledge. <laughs> incredible. <laughs> Especially when Marius is here, but <laughs> only when Marius is here. Uh, this doesn't surprise me at all. I think, um, especially with like modern, uh, well, especially because of like modern uh, way people sort of buy music, like downloading music, it's very seems almost uh, it's quite empty when you buy a song off iTunes or I don't know what I don't know what other sort of places people use it for more, or you have a Spotify contract like myself. Mm. There's there's very little sense of ownership. Um, well, with Spotify, there isn't any ownership. Well, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, and then, and I would argue that if you're going to download something off iTunes, you might as well just get a con- contract with Spotify because right. you don't need you don't need to own anything. I don't think there's no. any owning the, the file is, is, is yeah, it doesn't really do anything for me. So I no. think people are looking now because giving music as a gift is a great is a great gift, mm. um, but sort of handing them a sort of an iTunes gift voucher doesn't have the same kind of. I I as. consider the iTunes gift voucher to be probably the worst present yeah. available and i would prefer cash and oh yeah and also it's something that your auntie kind of buys you yeah doesn't know what to get oh you. you're can young you it? it's the equivalent of a uh, you, can you use it on apps good question if you can use it on apps maybe slightly better yeah it's, it's definitely a, it's, like, it's the equivalent of the um of the links links gift set really like a uh, shower gel deodorant yeah, and yeah. Um, one of those sponges yeah. i'd rather have that actually i prefer some that. of them are quite nice the links anyway it smells, anyway, yeah, yeah. Um, it smells better than an mp3 which is odorless yeah. well that's the thing and then a lot of people a lot of a lot of my friends uh, and people i know you know download still download music illegally i know people that do mm. not me obviously sure. um shame on them shame on them but um i, I think 
handing over 10 quid for an album just to receive the file and not get anything from it is quite kind of leaves you feeling quite cold so I'm not surprised this is happening and I think also there's something to be said for vinyl as well because the sound that you get uh, from vinyl is is lovely and you you can't replicate that it's very hard to replicate that so this warm that warm richer sound is completely different don't get me wrong I'm not saying that you know um, an mp3 uh, can't provide the same no, but it can't in a way. Like, I was about to ask you, Marius. Give I'm us a technical <laughs> insight on this. What's you know, people talk about this warm, rich well, sound of vinyl. Yeah, it's lossless. So you've got you, it's it's uncompressed. It's kind of you literally got the the you know the 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 raw sound coming off these vinyl plates. And and with MP3, you have um, you know you have a certain level of compression which substitutes kind of. Um, you know certain highs and lows that, that that you lose out, no matter right. how high you try and get that bit rate, you're going to get a certain level of compression on it. So people talking about the warm sound aren't just pretentious. No, absolutely not. It's, 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 it's a real there thing. There is there is literally there there are you know there are f- key frequencies um, that you that you just that just get kind of um, substituted. So is in, that do you think that's why people? Are, I, I totally take James's argument that people um, are buying physical music rather than files because there's something tangible Absolutely, it's, it's yeah. giveable and also it's kind of keepable when you also but, but why aren't people artwork. doing that with CDs why, why, are they, why are they skipping back to vinyl is it sound quality because kind of, you know, I think it just adds that like Marius was saying it's that sound it's actually something if people want to buy something because they want to have it they want to collect it uh, but at the same time it almost seems a bit crazy to do that with CDs although having said that most CDs I think are better quality than most of the mp3s you get because yeah, I, yeah, think yeah, you can, yeah. I think actually iTunes you can select to download the larger files as well which is you more can. similar to they the that, CD yeah. and they actually do I've been told they do sound better but I, yeah, I haven't got really probably got the ears for I that. think that it's like a, the, the thing about vinyl is it's, it's at this nice kind of point of nostalgia and quality mm. um, you know and ownership which which I think at this point time in history is like kind of a perfect storm that it kind of it kind of gets really popular again i think it i think i'd be lying if i wasn't if i didn't say i was slightly cynical about this i think probably most of those million vinyls have been sold in and around shoreditch um to people trying to look cool i i don't know i don't know no No, i think that i think that's a bit cynical (laughs) do you think everyone wants to be a a dj nowadays yes yes i I do i think yeah you're right and that's that's probably that's probably maybe uh, a large part of it but I think it's, it's still just a, a bit older generation still sort of buying buying vinyls I think they've actually there's been a renaissance there in terms of um, sort of old people realising oh actually we kind of had it right in the first yeah. place yeah. and that's been sort of validated by you know this trend of like yeah everyone everyone wanting to be a, a DJ um, <laughs> although most of my friends who are DJs don't have actually sold all their all their turntables and they just use they go digital now. now well yeah because it's just it's just so much easier and cheaper I, m- I remember like um, I used to do it well I, to say I did a bit of DJing would be a bit of an exaggeration but I remember my friends we used to back in the day we were quite into garage and we used to like um, garage garage <laughs> and um, if you're from it, the suburbs yeah. <laughs> really, oh, yeah. but it was um, it was a really expensive hobby because having to buy a vinyl anything between okay sometimes it'd be three quid but sometimes some of them would be like some of the sort of um, five six pounds or like maybe like a tenner for, <laughs> yeah, yeah, for, yeah. for, for, for a song yeah. you know but the remix you didn't even want on the back um, and that's an expensive collection and I think there's also a lot of when the sort of mp3 or the digital revolution of music took, o- took over and you had like your beat ports where people could download music download tunes for like you know two three five pounds um, I think a lot of uh, sort of people who are DJs felt a little bit the rite of passage 
hadn't been had been lost with becoming a DJ this fact that you had to sort of buy all this you expensive have to go equipment to the record store exactly. you have to meet the Listen sales to the, guy you got to get to know them it, exactly. exactly and I feel that that with vinyl uh, uh, so it's like that, a rite of passage yeah and that, and that they're sort of bringing that back a little bit mm. and I think that's quite cool yeah um, I would say also I had I, the other in the summer we, I um, met up with a sort of um, um, some friends um, haven't seen in ages and we went back to someone's house and he'd, he'd bought like a just a turntable like not not like two just like a single turntable and I think bought like a shitload of like 80s vinyls um, like like club classics and things like you know Wham Club Club Tropicana uh, and we were just listening to them at like six in the morning and just the sound you get off it um, but the whole idea of just selecting a song to put on not yeah. just like there's, there's something that you, you think about it a little bit more I was going to say with digital you know you can access every everything yeah. in the world yeah. so on Spotify it's not precious it just loses yeah, that yeah, totally yeah. and that's okay. what I think vinyl the idea of and also it kind of brings back the idea of just listening to albums and mm. that sort of narrative that albums have we've mm. kind of lost that a bit mm. and I think um, with vinyl especially if you buy like LPs um think you, you get that back the idea of like being selective about I'm going to go listen to this now and it becomes more an event and build, building doing. a music collection that you kind of identify with and absolutely yeah feel represent yeah. you yeah so um where do you guys stand on this do, do you actually practice what you preach are you vinyl owners like I said I think I, I used to own some vinyl back, back back in the day but then I think I sold them Marius? I've got some um similar to James like I yeah went through a little phase bought I've, you know I've got like maybe um I don't know uh 20, 30 okay. records but I don't actually have a player and I'm not really listening to them at the moment oh, but I, it, 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 I want to yeah. you know I'd like to um, but you know it, it is it is a you know, it does cost money so. it's, this is interesting from the perspective of what we were talking about before like this is an area where um, retail could do well because there's an experience of going into a record shop speaking to an expert like flicking through vinyl um, listening to some stuff while you're there, trying to work out what you want. Mm. There's a whole experience there that you can't really replicate online. Exactly. So that's somewhere where going to a physical record shop is much better. So maybe the high street needs to try and tap more into those kinds of experiences that you can't, you know, like personal shopping or having the kind of experts available to you to give you advice, that kind of thing. I think that's where maybe there's, there's still growth to be had. Okay, great. Thanks, uh, thanks for that, guys. We're going to take a short break and then we'll be back with discussion about North Korea. And we're back. Uh, James, Marius, I don't know if you heard, but the people at Sony Pictures this week have been sent back to the Dark Ages. They're having to work with pens and paper, yes. would you believe? I can't even write. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, I, I, I've oh. forgotten how to write. Oh, you wow. just draw. <laughs> I just click. Just we really, yeah, we really need to fix that. Click and, <laughs> click and push. Okay, there's obviously been an oversight by management here. We should have dealt with this a number of weeks <laughs> no, it ago. It occurred to me the other day when I sort of tried to... I, I, I was taking some notes down quickly and I, I couldn't read a single word. I'd <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, you obviously you wouldn't go far at Sony Pictures this week. Um, um, Sony Pictures have been a fallen victim to a crippling cyber attack. Um, and the going theory this morning, uh, the latest that we hear, is that it's very possibly um, 
retaliation by the nation of North Korea for a forthcoming film, The Interview, starring James Franco and Seth Rogen. Um, guys, have you seen this story? What, do you, what are your thoughts? Yeah, yeah, heard it's about it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it certainly could have been North Korea, I guess. Uh, it's something something crazy you'd hear that, them, hear that they, they would do. Right. But is it? Is it really? Or maybe is a it? PR stunt? <laughs> well, yes, very possibly. So there's this film, The Interview. It's a comedy built around a fictional CIA plot to kill North Korea's uh, supreme leader, Kim Jong-un. You've probably heard of him. Yeah, um, we, we just watched the, uh, the trailer for it. It's uh, basically a kind of um, irreverent uh, bro comedy um, where James Franco and Seth Rogen go to North Korea and attempt to kill Kim, Kim Jong-un. But they develop a relationship with him and they actually start to kind of become friends. Mm. Um, and that's the setup. So The whole story in the trailer. Yeah, and I've, I do feel like they gave away most <laughs> yeah. of the good jokes as well. Yeah, so watch the trailer. D- maybe don't go see it, guys. Um, so, so yeah, there's this, this idea that maybe North Korea are upset about the idea. They, apparently, they have actually... This isn't just kind of um, out of nowhere. Like, apparently, North Korea have, have released some kind of statements saying that they're upset about this, this movie. They've not denied it. Right. But that would doesn't they... mean that they've confirmed that they did it. They've right. just said it. We're not... We're not saying anything. No comment. No comment. We're right. not denying it. Is that the same as being guilty? I don't know. It's hard to say. I think they wouldn't deny it anyway because they'd probably like to take credit for something they hadn't done. Well, well it, if you don't say anything in a court of law, it's the same as saying yes. So is it really? You're a legal expert as well. There's no, no just, end to your talent. I just overheard that the other day. <laughs> um, in the pub. I suppose if you were a reclusive, kind of uh, slightly aggressive... Um, small communist nation it certainly doesn't go against you no. to have people think that you're capable of doing, doing something quite sophisticated exactly. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah yeah they're gonna be like oh maybe it was us but are they capable of doing something like this and marius don't know never been there um uh they've got i mean they've claimed that they've got you know uh quite a bit of um technical clout um, obviously, there's, there's been a few stories about North North Korea hacking um, various systems, and and obviously it's a, it's a huge thing now geopolitically. Um, Cyber war between kind of yeah, absolutely no, it's going on like daily. We yeah. just we just don't really realize it. Um, uh, you know, Russia, China, uh, Europe, uh, US, we're all basically tapping into each other's systems and playing tip for yeah, tap. Yeah. Whether North Korea is a big enough player in that, I just don't know whether they've got... Um, they're, they're very good at Photoshop. They're very... So, well, so are, a story, they, are they, so though? a story about a year ago about the manipulating images the of... The, yeah, yeah, the hovercrafts. Yeah. So, know. actually, the mere fact that they got caught doing that tells <laughs> me they're not good, really at that good at Photoshop. You're right. I retract um, that. I, I know that. that they released their own version of um, Linux, which was like a, like a like a kind of communist version of North Korea, which was quite funny. Um, that that they're using kind of to, to veto kind of you know um, the Western products right, of, of right. software and stuff. Um, they've claimed that they've got the ability. I mean, I'm right. I kind of agree with James. I'm. It's uh, you know as I said before we before we started the podcast, I didn't really know about the film until I heard the story of the hack attack um, mm. and. So you're saying that North Korea probably wouldn't have been reached by Sony's PR machine? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it just seems a bit strange. I don't know. It's 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 possible. 
Um, but it's, really it's, it's such a perfect PR stunt. Do you think a country so. would bother themselves with something like this? You know, countries have before in the past, but but for lesser things. But yeah. country to country, things. cyber war. But country to business, like uh, we're all no, players no, well, in this well, game. No, 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 that's that's the that's the, the it's the soft target, isn't it? I mean, you're not going to go for like the NSA because. Well, what are you going to get out of it? It's, 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 you know, infrastructure and business. Those are the targets now for cyber warfare. Yeah. You know, it's water, it's utilities, you know, films, films. <laughs> yeah. You know, those critical basic human rights like of films <laughs> are now being affected by this. Okay. So, I mean, the other thing that we alluded to just now is that it may well just be amazing, an amazing PR stunt by Sony Pictures. It made me watch the trailer. We all watched the trailer. Yeah, I've never yeah. heard of the film before. I right, didn't even know it was out. Right. They're getting a lot of coverage on this story, so right. it could well be amazing PR. Right. I thought I thought in the trailer actually Kim Jong Un was quite likable. This is the thing. I don't know. I didn't, actually, I didn't actually get that bad. It's not like you know he was. I think the movie's good PR know, for th- North think, Korea. Uh, really. I think what was what was that? What was that film? Um, uh, the American, uh, the, the the puppet one from the South Park guys. Oh, um, Team America. Team America. Yeah. Yeah. You know, his dad was in that, right? Wasn't right. It? Yeah, much, much worse portrayal in there. And uh, well, they didn't have the computing power back probably, then to yeah, hack anything. They only had like a, a like an Intel. But after MCM that, they realised we're gonna next time anyone does this, step up. we're gonna we're, we're gonna, gonna go up. in with our red Linux. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I think that the film makes Kim Jong Un look pretty um, sympathetic. Who plays him? Do you know? I didn't catch that. I don't know either. There you go. Oh, no, there you go. Are you going to go see the film? No. <laughs> I'm going to download it. <laughs> from, uh, from, from Sony. Sony. When oh, when they're, when they're I don't online. condone that. <laughs> I purchase all my media legally. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I probably, like you said, I probably think you've seen most of the funny jokes in the trailer. Yeah. Unfortunately, yeah. that tends to be the uh, way these days in these mm. kind of films. Although, I did watch um, that Pineapple Express film mm. that they're both in. It was pretty funny. I did watch that, that about six times when it first came yeah. out six times well, yeah, I watched it often it was a very funny film yeah, it was, it, yeah, that was actually quite good yeah. so but that, was like the, that. that was their first yeah. big kind of like thing with Seth Rogen and uh, mm. Franco so do you, do you think that as civilians we have to be concerned about cyber war well there was that story about China hacking our webcams last week wasn't there or was it Russia I can't remember it's like really? apparently they were tapping into our webcams on what day was this uh, uh, they tend to do it on a Wednesday. Okay, fine, no problem. Um, that's fine, yeah. That's <laughs> it was, uh, no, it was. I think last week, week before. Um, so, you know, there is in so, the internet so of just, things. Just to rewind, know. just to rewind. China hacked our webcams. No, I don't want to. I can't remember if it was Russia or China. Russia now. or China, but yeah. to what ends? Like to spy on everyone. Just, just yeah, just to be like, oh look, he's see what we're up know, to. Look what he's doing. Look what he's doing. <laughs> he's having dinner. He's having. Or he's at work, probably. Yeah. yeah. He's doing that. Thanks, James. Let's move on. Okay, so... Okay, well, I don't know. It seems like every week we discuss some technical, technological advancement that just makes me feel slightly concerned. You know, drones, now this. I'm, I'm worried. I might, I might relinquish technology altogether, become a kind of neo-Luddite. Do, do. Absolutely. Um, you know, get rid of your smartphone. Yeah. Get yourself a Nokia. I was talking to a guy in Holland a couple of weeks ago who was telling me that your smartphone is basically just like a... A, just a kind of GPS tag for you so well, that Google, Google can just spy on you all of the they've time they've now actually got it as a feature you can log into Google and you can see your movements for the whole day and see it on a map and actually replay it so you can do like a replay of your day that's scary very scary you know yeah but what are you going to do 
just keep spending. Yeah. <laughs> okay, guys. Well, on that note, um, before, it, before we go, yeah. Oh, you I have just, a do you have a stat to drop? No, no absolutely oh. not. I just want to oh. ask how everyone have has anyone seen the new uh, Star Wars trailer? And how excited are they on a scale of one to ten? Okay, we can discuss this. Yeah. yeah. Scale of one to ten, Phil. I'm gonna give it a three. Oh. That's right. Oh my God, James! <laughs> oh, no. I'm gonna go with a an eight and a half to nine. Oh wow, wow, wow! You're a sucker for that marketing. What about you, Marius? What do you uh, think? I'd probably, I'd probably hover around an eight. Yes. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, seven and a half, eight. Uh, I mean, please. Yeah, it looks good. Go on, the Phil. You go first. What? What? Um, for me, like I'm very emotionally connected to the the original three Star Wars films. As am I. Um, and I found the second batch with all the Jar Jar Binks nonsense terrible, a huge Awful. disappointment. But I just from that trailer, I just think this is going to be. It's just the same problem. It's all CGI nonsense. It's all gimmicks. The lightsaber with the cross handle for crying out loud, for crying out loud. I don't know. It just. Uh, <laughs> I, did, I did. For me, they've lost they've lost a certain kind of uh, aesthetic that made the first three movies so um, lovable but I, but I would argue with that it's, it's just because of the time it was made I don't think you can rekindle that but I, I, I genuinely I hear what you're saying and I agree with you 100% but I think those first three I mean episode one was particularly bad I think they kind of got better towards the end I think the third one I kind of maybe enjoyed anyway um, we've, we're digressing anyway sorry so I'm, really, great excited question. About, yeah, I'm really excited yeah. about new Star Wars film so um, great yeah good good show today guys I, I really feel like that last section saved it so thanks for that <laughs> um, all I'm saying all I'm saying is a lightsaber battle in 3D that's what I'll say you've said it get ready okay don't don't get ready. Um, thanks for listening, listeners. Thank you, James, for joining us again. Thanks very much. Uh, thank you, Marius, for gracing us with your technical presence. Goodbye. Uh, and we will see you next time around. Thanks a lot, and goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>